Hi, this is Bob from Hackberry House. Today, Kim Jong-un, number three, but number one. So, we have this dynasty in North Korea. Now, dynasties usually pass their power along to the firstborn son, right? Kim Jong-il, the father here, was the only surviving son from which his dad, Kim Il-sung, had to choose. So, he got the job. Uh, but when trying to decide which of his, Kim Jong-il's, three sons would be next in line, he ran into some serious stumbling blocks. At least one source close to the family suggests that Kim Jong-il really didn't want to carry on this dynasty business because it was so unlike socialism in his thinking. But the need for stability for the nation drove him to choose between three not-so-good choices, really. Possibility number one was Kim Jong-nam, firstborn son. Would have been a tough sell to even the brainwashed North Koreans, and I do not speak disrespectfully of them, and I know this is not true of every North Korean citizen, but you understand that the society in, as a whole has been brainwashed. They still, though, have a bit of Confucian family values in their veins. For, for To put Nam on the throne would have been a stretch for them. You see, his mother was Kim Jong-il's <coughs> mistress. Yeah. To be more exact, his favorite mistress. Definitely not Confucian there. Uh, but the number one son decided to shoot himself in the foot, save his daddy the trouble. At least that's what it seems like. A few years back, he got this forged passport to Japan. He, he left the country, got a forged passport, went to Japan, was on his way to, according to his story and what he told the authorities, Disneyland for his family. He wanted his family to experience Disneyland. When he was apprehended, and turned back from his supposed purposes. Well, he and Dad didn't get along too well after that incident, and his name was subsequently scratched out in terms of desirability for such an august position. Today, number one son lives in Macau, and Beijing, and Singapore, I suppose wherever he can keep safe. With baby brother in charge, who knows what might happen to a threatening sibling like this. Yeah, Kim Jong-nam could be a threat. Uh, wasn't it just months ago that Kim Jong-un executed his uncle? Yeah, it was. Both Kim Jong-chul, number two son, and Kim Jong-un, number three, are from the same mother who was the legitimate wife of the former dictator. Now, there was a short time when number two's star began to rise. You might have been reading about the rumors. A little bit, anyway. Word is that his son was just a disappointment without even doing anything bad. He, well, They say he's a bit effeminate. And I'm not sure how they're defining this. But something gave someone the signal that that this man couldn't be this tough, rough leader that we need to carry on our image. Next, please. Well, Kim Jong-un was all that was left. Uh, he was 27 or 28 
no one seems to know his exact age when, when the transfer took place, when his father died. He'd become a four-star general in 2010. Well, he'd never served in the military. <laughs> That's the problem with that. And that same year, he became number two in the Central Military Committee. He's really rising. He must have done something. Uh, 25 years earlier, his father had taken the same route. That's what happens when you're being programmed for greatness in these dynasties. They give you all these titles, whether you deserve them or not. At first, they dubbed him the Great Leader. He's a chubby 200-plus pounds at only 5'9", so many redubbed him the Great Eater. But the resemblance to Dad, and even Granddad, Kim Il-sung, was and is striking. Kim spent a couple of young teen years in Bern, Switzerland, at a German-language state school. He had to lie to his classmates about his true identity. Every day he was driven into and off of the grounds in a black van, the mystery student. His love of things Western after those days included video games, action movies, and the NBA, especially the Chicago Bulls. Uh, all pretty normal stuff, right? I even got caught up in the Bulls uh, when they were riding that Michael Jordan way to think that I have this in common with, with the son of a dictator. Wow. Michael was his favorite. He, uh, he evidently, Michael, was not available to uh, fulfill his childhood dreams last year, but there was always Dennis Rodman. Uh, this love I, I do not share with Mr. Ron, but, but what else do we know about Kim Jong-un? Not much. You'll see him now looking very grandpa-ish as he goes from factory to field inspecting this and that. That's what Kim Il-sung was wont to do. His birthday celebrated as a national holiday. He's making an evil name for himself by championing aggression against everybody in the name of the special rights of the Korean people to be masters. One smells Hitler at every turn. Master race in your face, you know. His supervising of catastrophes actually began with his late father. He was at Jong Il's side at the sinking of that South Korean vessel in 2010. He was there when that island was shelled and when the April 09 ballistic test took place. Kim Jong-un was there, learning from Daddy. So he's looking back, trying to do what Daddy did, and Gramps. But as someone remarked, he's an emperor with no clothes of his own. He's bought the party line, the dynasty line, and Juche. He's trying to prove to anyone who will listen that the powers that be have made a good choice by allowing him to take over. Has he heard about the Arab Spring, I wonder? Does he see himself as one of a long line of dictators that the world is weary of and wants to rid itself of sooner rather than later? Does he lose sleep nights thinking he might be the next to go? Is North Korea so unified by decades of mind control that no one would ever dare to challenge him? Look at this, 1981, 1983, 1985, 1990, 92, 93, 95, 96, 97, 98, 2002, 04, 07, and 11, and more in all of those years. Yes, in the hermit kingdom of Chosun in North Korea, believe it or not, 
There was either an uprising, a protest, an armed clash, an assassination attempt, or at least vandalism and graffiti against the government. Yep, the NK government. So there's no reason why Kim has to hold on to power. No reason why God could not hear your prayers and mine this very day and topple this disease-ridden infestation called the North Korean government. A people would be freed to hear the gospel. The Christians will breathe again. Go ahead and pray. Kim is not eternal. He's not all-powerful. He can be stopped. He will be stopped. Do pray. I understand the fallout if, if that government falls. I understand China's spheres and South Korea's spheres and a bunch of other political things. But you know what? My concern is the nation itself. It is suffering. It is in great, great pain. And we need a change. Something's got to happen, and God knows how to pull it off. But while North Korea lives in its present evil, Western believers need to learn something from it. Don't we see that Kim Jong-un has been given power over believers? Isn't that what the Bible says is going to happen to all believers one day? Under the Antichrist, book of Daniel, book of Revelation, the saints will be given into Antichrist's hands. And how are all those tribulation saints going to get to heaven? By dying. <laughs> Not rapture, ahead of time. Dying. Dying. That's what it says. You can call these saints tribulation saints if you must, but you're going to have much trouble explaining that title from the Bible, which doesn't differentiate saints today from saints in that day. Saints are saints. Somebody's confused us along the way. God wants the escape artists of our day, most of them live in the West, to take a long look at the suffering church in North Korea. Get ready, God says. Trouble's coming. Be sure your heart is right. It's not always going to be like it is now. Wake up. Get busy. Assassination of the dictator or any political intrigue against the government is never the advice of Scripture for believers that are caught in these traps. It's, it's never what we're supposed to do. I've always questioned the heroism that we've attached to a Mr. Bonhoeffer Brother Bonhoeffer, he was a true believer, but he was imprisoned and executed because he decided to help get rid of Hitler. I don't read of any heroics such as this in the New Testament. Endure, be strong, overcome in the spirit. These are the directives to persecuted saints in any regime. And the rest of us are told to help them in any way we can, but we are never to violate kingdom principles and so doing. Murder is never an option for us. I'm not advocating murder here. And I want this man gone as much as anybody. I think more than most. I pray this way. And my heart is aching for Koreans who are subjugated to this day, to this daily evil. Here's a young man. Kim Jong-un, barely old enough to run a good-sized business, having become master in charge of the world's greatest shame. 
One thinks of Caligula and Nero in Paul's time. They were 25 and 17 years old, respectively, at their accession. Domitian, in John's day, a mere 30. Constantine, Theodosius, who, who brought the church out of, but arguably into, its greatest bondage, age 27 and 32. Tim is not yet 30, with still so much to prove. But you know what? We've got a lot to prove, too. Will we prove ourselves worthy in this time? Will we pray and fast for this man's lowering and change of heart? Yes, God could still save him. Whoa, what a story. His grandfather had a form of Christian faith until his teens. Why not a reversal in God's favor this time? Soon we must... Uh, we must land this helicopter by which we survey the externals of North Korea. It's in my heart to visit some labor camps, to meet some folks that we know already and make some friends. Is it possible? Kim won't let us in. We'll have to find another way. Can you come with me? I pray so. God bless you. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye.